This is a podcast. I am worried. I may have, I'm worried for you. Thank you. I may have done something today. I may have angered the gambling gods. Did you go gambling when you were up I in the foothills? I stopped by Red Hawk, yes. Okay, just I had to, to like... pick up wine. Okay. It's been a while since I, uh, you know, went to a casino. All right. There was those, when we went to Tahoe, there was these little ones, and I played like at a poker machine, but they didn't have any tables. I missed okay. the feeling of cards in my hand. Okay. So I stopped by there. Uh, so did you go there and say thanks for the cards? Uh-huh. And then I just turned and walked away. <laughs> Good day, <laughs> they'd, they'd be mad if you just stole their cards and ran away, probably. Yeah. They would. Well, oh well. They're doing all right. Yeah. It's a big step up from a TP. <laughs> That's a good point. So I was playing uh, Let It Ride, the game I enjoy. and You do enjoy that game. I do enjoy that game. I was dealt uh, three of a kind, so obviously I had a winning hand. Mm-hmm. Now I had, you have these like three bets in front of you, and you can pull two back and let it ride. So obviously, since I had three of a kind, I left all three out there because yeah. I knew I'd win on each one. You let it super ride. I did let it. I literally let it ride. And so the guy went to pay me, and he he does this thing. And it always I, it always takes me a second to catch up. When they do the math of what you're owed, instead of just matching my $5 chips, he's done the math that I'm going to get so-and-so, and I've got, like, some $25 chips and whatever mixed in. So he, he lays it out there all quick. Oh, you know, congrats. But then I'm looking at the table, and the payout on three of a kind is three to one. And on each of my $5 bets, he put $30. Three to one would be $15, right? I would assume so. So bank error in my favor. Ah. But I didn't say anything. Because you're thinking, he knows what he's doing. Maybe I'm just reading it improperly. Well, yeah. Like, by the time I'd kind of convinced myself, like, no, he screwed up. So you had three $5 bets. Yeah. And... He paid you in three thirty dollar amounts. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe there's some. Maybe there's some element where, like, if you keep all of them out there, you get double or something. No, there's not. Seems, okay. I appreciate. I appreciate <laughs> your attempt to justify. I mean, by the time I was like sure that I wouldn't be making a fool of myself by saying something, it was like into the next hand or whatever. It'd be you know too late, and you know. And I assume this only happened once. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So, but he's probably right worried. now getting his fingers smashed well, by his pit boss. Well, he would if I <laughs> if I called attention to it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But then I didn't know as I was walking away later, and it wasn't like I was like, "Oh, sweet, I made an extra forty five dollars." It was just like, "Well, I don't." I'd wanna... be excited about making an extra forty five dollars. Well, yeah, I mean, it was nice. <laughs> I I did maybe play a little longer than I would have because I was okay. still draining the uh, the house R- money, right? The ill gotten gains. But I wonder if I've angered the the gambling gods. Okay, the gambling gods have probably taken much more of your money than they have given you. That's true. So, you know, if you're, like, now down $955 instead of being down $1,000, eh, I think they'll be okay. Yeah. I hope so. I hope that's... I hope they're a forgiving lot. You know, if I give money to a church, I can write that off of my taxes. If I give money to Christian God, I can write it off of my taxes. That's true. So if I give money to gambling gods, shouldn't that also be some sort of deduction? Well, does that mean that if you earn money from gambling gods, that you then have to claim that on your taxes? Are you supposed to claim gambling wins on your taxes? Well, if they're above a certain amount in a single increment. Like, if I went every day and made $5 and it totaled 1000 then, like... No, but if if you if you get a payout that's over like eleven hundred, they give you some sort of tax form. Oh, really? Allegedly. Then you're like, can I keep losing I, until I? I wouldn't know. Right. 
Yeah, so. Okay. Anyways. Interesting. I, the other thing is I don't know when I'll be gambling again because, you know, we're at T-minus 26 days until baby, so. I think you'll be doing a different type of gambling. You'll be like, ah, oh, I think we can make it until after this event to change the diaper or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Or, yeah. or, no, here's the gamble with the diapers. And, you know, uh, Rachel, don't listen to this part. <laughs> the, the gamble is... Sure, there's enough time for you to take a shower, Rachel. Oh, no! <laughs> well, no, you can be like, uh, oh, the baby needs a change. I, th- I think the gamble is, I think it's a pee diaper. I'm going to volunteer. Because the oh. next one could be a poo diaper, and I don't want that. So you're you're okay with the number one diaper change? I'm more okay with it, the concept of it. Okay. There's there's universal Are, concepts in terms of the wiping and things that I don't want any part no, of. I got but you. but I would if I'm gonna open it up, I'd rather it just be a little moist than pudding. Yeah. You know. So. Are you like 100? percent I will not do the deuce. Action? Well, or... I don't think I have that luxury. Okay, I don't think you do either. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I could make. The I, I was wondering if you like had somehow engineered this great. I mean, I know Rachel is uh, very long suffering and <laughs> and a very um, you know a- adapting wife to your proclivities. Right. But I wasn't sure if she will go that far. No, I mean, I yeah, I I, I could say that, but I'm sure it won't yeah. last. It's like saying, I am never going to stop at a red light again. Yeah. Well, sooner or later, I'm going to get arrested or clipped or something. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. But I think, I, you know, if I'm going to open one up, I would rather it not be the deuce. <laughs> let's, let's put it this way. I've done the math. Babies don't eat solid food. So I'm not guessing it's going to come out in some sort of solid packaging. No. But rather... Well, apparently the know. beginning, it's like really... Apparently it doesn't smell at first. Yeah, maybe they that's what they say, say yeah. because like it's it's got that new stomach ha- smell. Exactly, you have like this small window of time <laughs> that where... new colon smell. Exactly, um, but yeah, I was in a store today shopping, and there was a person in front of me in line with his kid, and I was like, "This kid needs their diaper changed." Like, oh, how could you tell? Because it stank. Oh, like, like, no. like little kid ass. It was not good. And I was like, really? Like, I feel like that, that doesn't happen very often. I feel like the line has been severely crossed here. Like, these are stinky people. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I because know. I'm sure there's a lot of kids in stores with dirty diapers. But, yeah, I've never walked past one and held my yeah, nose or something. Exactly. That's, that was a little worrisome. Yeah. So, so that's not really hatred from you. That's like, oh, sorry. I so my hate, my person to hate was the dealer for oh. for putting me in that position. You hate the dealer for giving you money that you did not deserve in the first place. Yep. All right. I'm incorrigible. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, some hatred. Okay. Uh, right now, even I hate uh, social networking sites. Oh wow. Yeah. Not all of them, but you love social networking. I do. But right now I'm being screwed. How so? Um, well, first, it's Facebook. Okay? And I know the Facebook. What's that? The Facebook. The Facebook, sure. Um, I know that there's been, like, updates or whatever. You know, like the Facebook, you know, how you have your app updates oh, or yeah, whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they, they put all the links in the different places. Right. You a couple I, days, yeah. I, don't, I don't hate that. Right. Here's what I hate. Um, it won't let me post anymore. Like, I'll write something and post... And it won't show up on the timeline. Huh. 
It'll like on my own phone. It'll show up on my timeline, but nobody else sees it. So is like it some kind of like security. I don't know. I've strategy? tried. I've tried every little thing. I emailed them like about what the what's going on. The last time that one of my posts showed up was like a month ago. Wow. Yeah. And you know, it's so odd timing wise. I just got this online petition emailed to me, and it was like. Click here if you don't want Joe to be able to post anymore on Facebook. <laughs> and they were like, we only need a couple more signatures and, and we'll block him. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'm able to respond to, a, like, if someone else posts something, I can reply to that. Right. I could like things. It just won't show up. Like, I Well, no, I saw you commented on Liz's thing. Right. It'll let me do that. Oh, okay. But it won't let me be like, so Joe Fossum is right. doing this. So that'll show like, up. It's just yeah. your own thing. Okay. Yeah. It won't let me... Like, on here, the last time... It has some things on my own thing where I can see it. But the last one that I post that actually, like, shows up, I think was... Let's see. Da, 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 October 16th. And that was when I posted from Gowala when we won the VGA uh, Cup. Okay? Yeah. Here's the other thing. Goala. I hate you also. The, yeah, the new Goala sucks. I don't know how to do it. It I, sucks. I've tried so many times, and I can't figure out how to do it. I'll, I'll click on a thing. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to start a story. Is that what I'm supposed to do? I'm supposed to start, start a story? Yeah. So I say, okay, I'm at this location. Oh, Amanda's with me. I'll tag her. Okay. All right, good. Now what? What am I supposed to do? How does it show up? Like, there's a thing at the bottom that says make a comment about this. I think you have but to make it, a comment. But it will never up. let me make a comment. Oh. It'll never, like, I try to push the thing to make a comment, and it won't let me do it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're screwed up. I'm screwed. Like, the only way I can post on uh, Facebook is through Gowala, but now I can't post on Gowala either. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Live in a cave? I guess. Yeah. Like, it, I'm allowed to see things. Maybe, maybe, not like, you The to... world craves what I'm doing, Jacob, obviously. I noticed you've been quiet for lately. <laughs> I was like, where's all the you're soccer like, talk? You're like, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> My life is better lately. Um, maybe you have to, like, untangle, you know, like, you know how when you connect your Facebook and Goala or whatever it says, like, mm-hmm. allow this to make posts? Maybe you have to go in and, like, disallow... Like, deconstruct my entire social yeah, networking. Yeah, yeah, your web. Web. And then see if you can get it working again. Twitter's fine. Yeah. Eh, it's alright. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> my Twitter account, it seems to be un So, I don't get Endured. Twitter, because yesterday I was on the phone with Target all morning, resolving my ongoing issue. And they tweeted... Some a-holes uh, got him on the on hold waiting. And I kept, I kept writing these, like, snarky tweets about how much I hate their music. I mean, I was on hold for, like, over an hour. So I was like, I hate your really? music. Well, not continuously, but yeah. I was on the phone for an hour and 24 minutes, and, like, an hour and four minutes of it was on hold. Um, and I also got hung up on twice. Not, like, from rudeness, but, like, I'll transfer you, and you hear the music for 30 seconds, and then it just goes dead, you know? Anyways, so I was... You I was, and Target have a pretty rocky relationship right uh, tar- It's Target.com. Right. I'll, I'll still right. go buy I remember the sweatpants previous, and whatever. The but, previous yeah. thing where you were talking about your Taylor Swift CD and it, all that, actually. Anyways. It has the, have you gotten the camera yet? No. But I allegedly will be getting a refund that is almost as much as they charged me. and Almost? It's like $6 off and I don't... It's not worth it to be on the phone for an hour and a half for six dollars. Wow! Yeah. So you basically bought a Taylor Swift CD for six bucks. Yep. How much did you sell it for? Like fourteen. All right. So I'm bucks up. All right. Um. 
Anyways, so I kept tweeting, like, at Target, you know, I hate your stupid hold music, or blah, blah, blah. And, and then Rachel texted, she's like, oh, did you get a hold of anyone? Like, how's it going? And I was like, oh, aren't you, aren't you seeing my, my live tweets? And she's like, no. And I guess because I was starting them with the at Target thing, they didn't show up. It only goes... Just, it didn't show up to the people... No, it doesn't. Okay. I said, I didn't know that. Okay. So then I had to write, like, I'm still on hold with at Target or whatever, and then it would be... If you start with the at, it's like a direct reply to them. But I feel like I see other people... It's only if you know both... If you're following both parties, then it will show up. Yeah. So, like, if you post something, if you respond to, or say something to Adam Carolla... Right. I'll see it, because I'm following both you and Adam Carolla. Right. But if you say something to, you know, Target, I'm not following Target. So. Right. Nor should you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, I never knew that. Hey, there we go. I, I, I only wish you could help me as much with Facebook as I just helped you with I made good suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just thought of something as you were saying that uh, and talking about how you made money off of the uh, Taylor Swift transaction. Yeah. Did you tip the dealer well when you were uh, there today? I, I gave like did you did you did you think about that extra money that you had gotten perhaps yeah because a, the three of a kind is not a huge win but I did I tipped him five dollars off that payout because but and yeah part of that could be because when I looked down and I saw these green chips and I was like oh that was big it's only then later when I was like wait a minute you know okay oh well oh they have this other new thing you're not a huge let it ride fan huh I've never played it. I thought you and I played it, like together. Like didn't didn't just we? at your house one day? Well, I thought that, but I thought also like at a casino somewhere. Anyways, let's go right now. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> they have this new thing uh, where, um, so there's like a bonus payout if you get a royal flush or whatever. Blah blah blah. So now there's this thing where, so if you get a royal flush, you get like twenty five thousand dollars or something off your ten dollar bet. Now they have a thing where other people at the table, if they are also playing the bonus bet, get like a thousand dollars. If anyone at the table has a royal flush. And they get 300 if anyone at the table has a straight flush or something. Really? Yeah. It's like the innocent bystander kind of thing? I right? guess, yeah. Guilty, Collateral guilty damage bystander? and you get, uh, you know, a couple hundred grand. That sounds nice. Yeah, so we should do all we can to win that. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. That was new to me. Uh, yeah, that's... I I guess it's it's like trying to... Would that try to keep people in at like a minimal bet, maybe, to, to hope that someone else is getting some getting lucky or something? No, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing in it for the I casino. See, yeah, I don't, I don't see think. the benefit of that. It's a benefit to the players. I mean, yeah. instead of looking at the guy next to you, but they're not like, doing oh, it. They're, it, not, won, they're but... not doing it to benefit you. They're doing it somehow to benefit themselves. Right. So the key is how are they benefiting from it themselves? Like, I don't know. Maybe if Jacob's playing and I, and. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll do the minimum bet just to be in so that in case he wins, I get, you know. Whatever. Or maybe other places don't have that. And so people are like, oh, well, I want to go play at Red Hawk because if I get the, you know, if someone gets the thing, I win too or something. Yeah. I don't know. Red Hawk is the Reinhardt Street also, right? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. They own um, a casino now. Yeah. <laughs> About time. Um, all right. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was my experience last night. Oh. Did you... Clearly, I wasn't able to post anything about it. No, but Amanda, um, but Amanda checked in somewhere in, like, Berkeley. Okay. Yes. So... I hope I didn't, you know, step on your story. No. I, it's ruined now. Um, so... Guess where I was last night. Uh, so my brother called me a couple weeks ago and invited us to this thing, and I was like... 
All right, whatever. Like Amanda Occupy Berkeley. <laughs> yeah, Amanda has um, has kind of befriended Matt's wife, my brother's wife, a little bit more. Okay, um, and that's a good thing. I think you know they're getting along well and 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 all that, and that's good. So I think that was part of the reason why. Also, is just to to kind of continue to foster that or whatever. But anyway, it was this thing called Radio Lab, and I had no idea what it was. I never heard of it before. I don't know if you've heard of it before. I kind of feel I'm shaking my head. I kind of feel like you might have because it's it seemed NPRE. Oh, a little bit. So I guess my understanding of it now is Radio Lab is these two guys. One of them is probably about our age. One of them's probably like our dad's age, maybe. And our shared dad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. LeVar Burton. Um, <laughs> and so they tried to... I, I was trying to ask my brother on the way there, like, what was all about, what it was all about, and he was very hesitant to pinpoint it down at all. Hmm. But I kind of had a, 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 a guess, and I think it's pretty accurate. It's, it's like an intellectual exploration of different topics. So they have a podcast, like, oh. every other week or so. <laughs> yeah. Amateur. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, but... But uh, they also do, I mean, this was like a rare thing that they would do a show, like a live show. Mm-hmm. And um, so Are I guess, either of the two guys, fa- I mean, would I know them no, by name? No. Okay. Um, but clearly they were famous from this Radiolab show because, like, it was a pretty big hall of people. And it was full. Yeah. And, like, when they came out on stage, people, like, lost their minds. Oh. Um, They're yeah. the Beavers of podcasting. Cl- clearly. Um, and so, we were but, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, but it is very NPR-y, like in, just in, in how they, they like have certain topics that they discuss. And so. Did people clap just by snapping yeah. or something? <laughs> it was I, I'm trying to go with the NPR-y connection is. Well, from my understanding of NPR, cause I don't really listen to it, but, um, in, it was called In the Dark. Okay. And it kind of discussed the idea of. Light and dark and sight and blindness and things like that. And so they talked... They had all these special guests, okay? Or a few special guests. One of them was this dance troupe called Palabolus or something like that. And they're like... They're kind of like a dance troupe (laughs) combined with Cirque du Soleil. Oh. So, like, there were these points where they were describing something and they had this, like, big screen up. With light projecting on it, and these people were behind it, and they were, like, intertwined with each other to make it look uh, like these certain things. I don't know if it's the same group, but I've seen that done yeah. on, yeah. you know, Letterman or something. Right. Yeah. So it was those people. Um, there was also this female musical artist um, and her band, and uh, her name was, like, Tao Wen, like, Nguyen. Like your illegitimate son, Wen Corleone. <laughs> you mean Nagulian? <laughs> anyway, she was like she was really popular too. Apparently, like she seemed kind of. There's a lot of hipsters there. No. Yeah. No, really. Um, <laughs> At an NPR like thing in Berkeley, yeah, there were hipsters. Seriously, um, but it was like uh, she was kind of sounded like a cross between Feist and Florence and the Machine lead singer. Maybe Florence. I have to be be honest with you. It's been several minutes since I've understood anything you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, she was she was there too. She was doing some musical company. Okay. So those are the the key special guest. Feist and yeah, Feist is the. She did the uh, her song was the 
was it an Apple thing? The one, two, three, four, you know that song? The Sesame Street one? No. I don't know. Okay. I'm, anyway. I'm not with it. Um, apparently. Sorry. I thought you were more musically with it then. My XM radio uh, expired, so. So, um, you can play, you can play Feist at, at, as the outro okay. for here and the one, two, three. Is it like Heist song. with an F? It is. Um, so anyway, the, the best special guest, Dimitri Martin. Okay. Do you know who that is? I know he's a comedian, and I know you like him. I do like him a lot. I have one of his albums. I had uh, he had a show on Comedy Central. I like him very much, and I was super excited when I found out. And you didn't know on your way down he was there. I did. I found out like yesterday, earlier in the day. I looked it up, and I was like trying to find information about it, and it said like special guest Howard Wynn and Dimitri Martin. I was like, I don't know who this other guy is, but Dimitri Martin, I like. Talwin was a guy. It was a woman. Oh, okay. But Good. you see the name, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, no, that's what I would. Um, <laughs> yes. Like Tao of Steve, exactly. Yeah. Except it's T H A O, but who knows? It's crazy people. Anyway, singers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> crazy female singers. <laughs> Those crazy artists. <laughs> so um, he was awesome. He came out first, and he kind of like told some jokes, and but it was it was it was interwoven with it. He's like, I'm here because I'm a big Radiolab fan, and you know, I, I jumped to this opportunity and. So he, like, started with these things where it would be, like, um, he started with a famous quote about darkness Mm -hmm. by somebody, and then he'd be like, but here's the extra part of the quote that no one has really heard before, and it'd always be something really funny. So it was, like, one of the things was, like, uh, some famous person said, um, you know, don't, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher it. It's something like, let your, let your light be shown, but... You need to dim your brightness a little bit or something like that. And then it, the added part was, seriously, you are the worst roommate ever or something like that. Like, you know, he, yeah, he, would, right. he would add these things that would, would uh, obviously in a funnier way than I did. But No, I was, um, that was funny. Yeah. So, so it was really great. Um, there was one that was, like, really, like, psychological. And then it was, like, Carl Jung or something like that. And so... Jung? Okay. So he says it and then he's like, man, I'm so high right now. was <laughs> like the last second part of the quote. Anyway. So he was really great. And the guys came out and they, they like, one guy kind of has this, uh, like, you've been to Lutheran churches. So, like, when the choir people have their, like, folder-ish thing yeah, that they the sing music. from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he kind of had that thing. The I other guy, think that's a Lutheran well, specific thing. Um, so the other guy, like, had a computer that he had with a little pad and he would make sounds. And, and so they went through these different discussions of... Uh, light and darkness and things like that. So the first time they talked about um, they talked about sight and how ki- sight kind of evolved, um, and they did it artistically. It was in a somewhat this, unconvincing way. It just sounds like a cross between a comedy show and a Cirque du Soleil show and like a speak, you know, like a talk given at some. Yeah, it was an interesting. Something. It was an interesting meld of things. Yeah. Um, the the second part they talked about these two guys who were blind, and they had like these pre recorded interviews. Lavar Burton, okay, <laughs> these pre recorded interviews that they would like talk, and then he'd like play a little clip from it, and then talk some more, and like it was very in- it was interspliced well, uh-huh. okay. Um, and so this first guy, he had sight, but he like became more blind over he like became blind over time, and. He had this really interesting um, construct that he created where he, he made a decision that he didn't want to um, he didn't want to like have false images of how the world was. Like 
you know, his wife, who, you know, he married when he was young, and she was beautiful, and then over time, she, you know, gets less beautiful, but he still envisions her as this one thing. He didn't want to do that. So he made, like, a conscious effort to expunge all visual images as much oh. as he could, which is which is really strange. Like, yeah. He, he wanted to not be able to picture things. And anytime an image came into his mind, he tried to drive it out. Then he had that to, sounds weird. It, is very, it was very it's weird. It's like self-imposed solitary confinement. Exactly. Then you had the other guy who um, was... The first guy was British. The second guy was like Eastern European or something. And he, um, he was working in this chemical factory or something. And, and like he had this accident and this... Stuff like acid spilled all over his face and Mm -hmm. like he lost his sight instantly. And he did the opposite and he was talking about how he like created this new, he has like continually created these new ideas of what things look like. And so it actually, they actually, in in the like pre-recorded stuff, they brought these two guys together and they were interacting and discussing like back and forth, they're totally polar opposite ideas of sight from two blind people. It was interesting. Yeah. Um, the third part of it was this astronaut who um, was talking about being in outer space, and like he was on the Mir space station, and there would there would be this part where um, the sun would go behind the space station or behind the Earth or whatever, and it was complete darkness. And, like, it would cover part of his arm, and he said it was, like, more absolute blackness than anything on Earth, you know? Because there's always at least some kind of whatever. So it would be like his arm wasn't even there, like, as it would go across, you know, the the shadow would go across his arm. And then it talked about how um, they were traveling at this this great speed, okay, to the point where the sun would set... And then arise and then set in the span of about 45 minutes. Like, in the way that they were traveling around Uh the Earth. And he talked about how, like, different the sun coming up was just this amazing, like, brightness. And then when it went down, it was, like, sucking all the light out. And how they were out on this spacewalk, he and this other guy, for, like, six hours. And it was, like, every 45 minutes was this rotation between absolute blackness and, like, absolute brightness and stuff like that. It was, really, it was hmm. interesting. It sounds interesting. And meanwhile, those, like, Palabolus people were kind of doing some... That's some Spanish work. for words. <laughs> well, not the way it's spelled. Okay. But, uh, but uh, they were kind of doing this visual thing with it and everything. And it was interesting. It was very interesting. Now, where was it in, like, a... It was in a big hall. It was, like, a, like a Mandavi Center or, like, okay. a... Uh, community center kind of thing and was it a like a benefit for anything or they just do these random shows it's not something they had done it the night before mm-hmm. um they did another cool thing like i get the impression they don't tour the country doing this no, show it's no, like, no yeah no. um they also handed out these a little tiny battery with a light like an led light and um like at the end when he was talking about the astronaut or whatever there was like a signal to us and we all like everyone in the audience like they turned off all the lights and we all had our little thing and it talked about like all the stars and stuff. It was pretty cool looking. Um, but I, it made me think about podcasting hmm. because this is different than our, I mean, it's different than their actual podcast also, but it, it got me thinking about, um, their, their way of, of presenting things as opposed to ours. And the thing that I liked least about their presentation, cause I did enjoy it, but 
But there was something I didn't like about Lack it. of hatred? <laughs> Lack of zombies updates? It, one of the things I like most about our podcast is how very unscripted it is. Yes. And how it's just a discussion between us. We have very loose things that we plan on talking about. But for the most part, we're just kind of off the cuff talking about things. Right. And, you know, I understand that they have a whole auditorium of people coming to see just them. And, you know, maybe when people are listening to our podcast, they're doing something else at the same time. Not just sitting there, like, focusing 100% on us. They're... Yeah, they're probably pleasing themselves. <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's what I do. If they're I attractive ladies, you know. Um, yeah. So, so you know, it got me thinking about how the thing I didn't like about theirs, if I had a criticism, it was a little too scripted. Because it seemed like at times they were trying to sort of be, like, off the cuff. But it was very, like, it seemed like something they, they had done many times before. Right, and I yeah. didn't like that right. part of it. I thought... You know, I, maybe that was just my own um, my own preconceived notions of what it was going to be like. Mm-hmm. But and, and obviously, a lot of the presentation was pre-planned with all the visuals and all that stuff. But um, I don't know. But I you feel just, like actual dialogue was kind of rehearsed or yes. something. It yeah. felt it felt it felt rehearsed, yeah. and it made me. I was talking. We were talking in the car afterwards, and I was like, "Well, you know, not everyone can be clever and witty enough to do an unrehearsed, unscripted, yeah, on a somewhat weekly talk. basis. Exactly. That's you a know? lot of work. The, you know, they they may have to feel the need to plan everything out beat by beat, and that you know that's fine for them, right? Yeah, they, I wouldn't judge. They have their small group of fans. We have our small group of fans. Yeah. You know, they may do more preparation <laughs> for each episode, but I think we did more preparation in the twenty three years of you know getting to know each other before we actually tried to sit here and talk for forty five minutes. That's a good point, and I don't know. I mean. I don't think it would be fun to do that. I, I no. mean, obviously they have a different. They have a different. Uh... Was the show free? No. Okay, so that might make it a little more fun. I might be a what little more mean? willing to have a somewhat scripted podcast if people are paying forty dollars a seat to get yeah. in, or you know, right? Then we we. I mean, if we were doing it professionally, obviously we wouldn't be just like, oh, let's get together every week and. You but know. don't I mean. Don't you think, and I, I know you're going to agree with me, because it's like all when Pearl Jam released their, you know, 50 different concert CDs mm-hmm. and you got all of them or whatever, because it's the, you know, I'm sure they did Jeremy at every show or half the shows, but it's different each time, right? I mean, I wouldn't want to go out and give the same, like, let's say we're going to do live podcasting and people are going to pay. I wouldn't want to go. Seems reasonable. Yeah, it's any day now. <laughs> I would not want to go out and give the same podcast every day. And I don't think people would want to hear that either. I would want to we'll do what we're doing right now here, and then tomorrow we fly to Denver and we do something else. Well, I feel like, and you, I think you went to see him, when Adam Carolla does his stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's it's not totally scripted or even necessarily like a, like a comedy routine. I feel like he right. has certain things that he's planning on hitting. Yeah, but... and, and I think he has enough of the things where you're not seeing all of them every night. And then he'll do the audience suggestion thing, you know, what can't Adam complain about and stuff. But there, I think there are definite stories that I think he, you know, he has maybe these six stories. And on any given night, he'll tell three of them, but they're not going to be the same three or something, maybe? I feel like the fact that he podcasts, like, every day, how does he have so many stories? I mean, how, how does he have so many things to talk about? That's what blows me away. Yeah. There's some repetition. Because I listen pretty much okay. every day. And there's some repetition. And it's like, oh, here's the rant about, you know, rich people paying too much taxes or whatever. Right. You know, you, there's, but, but they're always, you know, they're never word for word. Right. 
and he's he's got a way of telling. I mean, he'll tell stories or jokes or whatever that that I remember hearing on Loveline, you know, fifteen really? years ago, and they're still like just funny the way, yeah. even though I know the punchline or whatever, you yeah. know. It's a gift. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was a fun experience. I don't know. I mean, maybe I would check out their podcast. Not that I'm trying to show another person's podcast. <laughs> Um, we'll lose all our listeners. Um, but it's interesting. I liked, I, I mean, Dimitri was my favorite part of it. So do you feel like this event had zero effect for you? Like, did you not really know what to expect going if, in? If I didn't know that Dimitri Martin was going to be there, uh-huh. it definitely would have had zero effect. Um, also something I thought about as I was walking to that hall, mm-hmm. Because we we uh, we parked and we found a place to eat and then walked over to the thing. Was it on campus at Berkeley? It or? was. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I hate that whole situation with all the people and stuff like that. Okay. Here here here's my thought. Did we just change bodies? <laughs> no. I, I I've become that way more. Oh, okay. Like, over time and like I'm trying to park and all that stuff and all these people are walking by and they have this all this contempt for me and. Because I'm driving or whatever. You're a gas guzzler. Yeah, in my 40-mile-gallon car. And um, so there are, like, these oh, people... you guys are, took that car? We did. You took the new car? Yeah. How's the back I, seat? I didn't have to sit in the back well, seat, yeah, so it was great. Very, <laughs> was it, like, cramped for it a long fine. time? Or it was okay. Yeah, okay. Um, so... I say that because I didn't sit back then. Right. Um, so, uh, like, we were pulling out... I pulled into one parking lot... Because I thought that that would be a good place to do it. And I closed at 7. So I'm like, all right, thanks a lot for that. So I pull out and I think my brother was like, oh, these people are so mad at you. And I was like, they can't possibly have as much contempt for me as I have for them. Like, right. I'm, you know, they're a little snooty, whatever. Anyway, um, it, it, I experienced a lot of college age people there. Mm-hmm. Trying to be cool, thinking that they're cool. Well, let's, trying to get laid. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't think they're trying yeah, to be pretty cool. Much. Well, they're trying to they're trying to be seen as cool, perceived as cool, right? To get like, it got me thinking about the idea of coolness and how you know when you're You've come to the right place <laughs> <laughs> when you're in a, like elementary school or middle school, you're like, oh, high schoolers are so much cool. Then you're in high school, and you're like, oh, college age is so cool. And then you get to college and then maybe, or even high school, and you're like, oh, maybe, maybe it's college. And you're like, oh, people older than me are not cool. People right. younger than you me are like, this is where I'm cool. Yeah. The truth is, they're not cool. No. And what I've realized, I, I don't think I came to that realization until last night, is that this whole pursuit of coolness is ridiculous. Because you get to a point where you're an adult, and it's not that you think you're cool, it's that there is no cool anymore. Like, right. Like, what, why, like, I have, you know, various friends or people like that. I'm not like, oh, these people are the cool people, or these people are the dorky people. Like, we're all just people. So the pursuit of coolness is like this mythical fantasy thing that happens when you're young, and it's like a reason to ostracize other people. Yeah. When, in fact, when you get older, you're all just people. And if you like people, that's awesome. And if you don't like people, just don't hang out with those people. Do you feel like, well, that's what, yeah, do you feel like because you don't hang out with people, you don't have to? I mean, when you're in, when you're a kid in school, you're forced to hang out with the same 25 kids, whatever, you know, all day, every day. And, and then, yeah, you've got your friends and, oh, those kids aren't cool or whatever. But now at this point, like, if you had a neighbor or something that wasn't cool, you just wouldn't hang out with them. Right? I don't know that I think of them as not cool. Well, maybe yeah. I do. I don't know. 
I, I don't know. I feel like... Because I, I don't think of myself as cool. Nor should you. Thank you. I'm just a person. Like, you know, I'm not... I mean, I, I want to, like, be perceived as a competent, smart person. Right. But I'm not like, oh, I hope these people like me and think that I'm cool. Well, like, I that's, think that's that's a big thing, too. And that's what we were saying about being perceived as cool or, or people seeing you and, and, you know, wanting to sleep with you. It's like, yeah, you don't... When you throw on a pair of jeans and a sweatshirt and walk outside, you're not like, oh, does this look cool? You know, you're not checking yourself out. Well, I mean, I'm wearing jeans and a sweatshirt, and I think I look pretty cool. I, yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, if you pass by a mirror, it's probably to make sure that you don't have something in your teeth or your fly's not down. Not like, oh, is my hair perfect, and, and do these jeans look good, and am I, you know, are people going to see me and go, wow, there's a sharp guy, you know? Hmm. Because you just don't care anymore. You know what's cool? Owning a house. <laughs> you know what's cool? Having a job. Having a job, having money in the bank, you yeah. know? Yeah. Is it just that we've, like, gotten, gone, old. gotten old? Like, gone over the coolness <laughs> hill to where, like, there is a peak of coolness at some point, And once you're past that peak, you're we're on the dark side of the moon and we're like... There's no coolness. I don't see any coolness. Whereas when you're on the the going up that hill, you're like this is everything is about coolness. Is it yeah. a, is it a mountain where one side is in light and one side is in dark, and we're in the I think it's light side, of course, <laughs> where it's illuminated and you realize there's no coolness. Whereas they're on the dark side, it's like I can't see anything. Are those What's people cool? cool? Is What's this cool? Yeah. If I did this, would I be cool? That's I, I like this no. metaphor as long as we're in the light and right. we're in the dark. I think it's that I think it's that we don't care as much anymore. Right? I don't know. I don't want to feel like I'm giving up. Yeah, but I don't care if someone thinks I'm cool or not. I mean, you know, maybe it's because I hate people. <laughs> it's it's like, it's not... You hated people in college. Yeah, that's true. Did you care about coolness in college? Not really. I mean, you chose me as a rogue. I'm so rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm living off the cool grid. Yeah, I mean, that's I just, for sure. I just don't care, you know? Okay. Um... I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say like, you know, we're not cool. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who thinks we're cool. But I don't listen to our podcast. Well, other obviously, than the fans, obviously. Cool. But I don't. At the same time, I don't care. Like, you know, I don't want the sixteen-year-old kid across the street to be like, "Oh, there's there's cool." You know, there's that guy. He's so cool. Don't you want your kid to think you're cool? I don't. No, think I want you never thought of, your dad was cool, did you? Until no. now, I mean, obviously we all think even cool. now it's touch and go. <laughs> no, I don't want her to think that's I'm my cool. I want her. I want her to. <laughs> that's the best. It's the best motto. I I never yeah. touch and stay. I always touch. I want her to. I mean, I don't want her to, like fear me, but I want her to. You should want your daughter respect to respect me more than fear think I'm cool. You. I feel like think I'm cool is the like. You know, Buddy dad. I call my dad by his first name, and, yeah. he, and he buys oh, me God. beer, and I'm twelve. Or you know, like no, yeah, I don't want her to think I'm cool. Okay. No. Parents are not supposed to be cool. True. They're supposed to be parents. My parents are cool. That's what I was thinking when you're like, junior highs think high school kids are cool, high school kids think college kids are cool. I'm like, my parents are cool. They're in their late 50s, they're retired, they're just sitting there doing whatever they want, spending all my money. I think that's cool. Okay. I want to be retired. Um, yeah, who did we think was... In co- is college like the top of that mountain where you think like, I'm the coolest... Like, I'm in college, say, this is as cool as it gets. Like, you don't look at people outside of college, because you're like, those losers have to have jobs all the time. Like, we're cool, we get to 
be in this realm of college where we only have to go to classes on certain days and we don't really have that much responsibility. And I'd say it can extend past college because I look at like a lot of the people uh, that work in my office that were hired like right out of college and they keep that college mentality. They keep like they they treat the office like a dorm and they all mm-hmm. date each other and they all hang out. You know, they all mm-hmm. go to dinner and hang out and blah 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 whatever. Um, and I think they kind of keep that going. And then it's once, could be once you get married or like, <laughs> but you get to a certain point, maybe after you've had a job for a few years and, or get well, married or something. Once, you're, you know. once you get married, you're not trying to sleep with everybody that you see. and <laughs> You're not trying to not sleep with everybody that you see. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know. maybe then you're less, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you can tie it to college, I guess. I, it has to be tied to a maturity level that some people get by the end of college and some people, like, don't quite get I yet. just uh, saw these people last night and I was like, I could tell that they thought they were so cool. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I don't know. It's like, I guess it's like when you see people that are, like, really wasted and you are totally sober and you're like, that you rarely look happens. So, <laughs> you look so ridiculous right now. And, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. And it used to be, I think it used to be like a pitying, like, oh God. I mean, there's, there's times when I say like, I'm so glad I'm married. Like I would not want to be single or. I don't feel pity for them. I feel contempt. Yeah. I mean, I feel contempt, I guess, but it's like, it's not any sort of like jealousy or something. No, I, I don't wish I It's not like, oh, I remember when I was young and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I was never like that, you know? These people See, are just No, I think I, I think I was like that. Sir. Like, I remember... Well, you were. <laughs> well, I was definitely... You frosted your tips. <laughs> no, I did the whole thing. I never just did the tips. Whatever. Just the tip. Um, did the carpet match the curtains? <laughs> Possibly. In color um, and length. So, um, I remember I was one of those guys that, like... You know, you're with your friends, and, like, a group of girls walks into wherever you are, and you your voices, like, get louder, because you're trying to, like, oh, get yeah. their attention with your... your chest feathers pop yeah, out. It's, and, yeah, it's so lame, and I'll totally admit that I did that kind of thing. Yeah. And that's why I don't, like, feel jealousy. I feel contempt, because, like, that's, that's a pretty lame, yeah. like, you know. I remember we'd be playing basketball and go inside for something to drink. I'd be like, like, oh, that's a pretty girl. Let me dunk on you. What? (laughs) Getting Sunny D. We were so cool. We were cool. Yeah. Psych. (laughs) Well, I think we had pockets of cool. I don't know. I think think if if cool existed on this side of the mountain, I would think, I mean, we have... We are married. We have yeah. homes that we own. Yeah. We have new cars. Yeah. Made in Korea. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's... Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, I think your I think your concept of cool changes. Okay, my concept of cool. Like, is who not... do you think is cool now? I mean, I guess you said your parents, but like, aside from George Clooney, I don't really who's think cool? cool. I don't know. Well, yes, I guess celebrities are always cool, but no, not always. Like, how many celebrities do you think are cool? Like, do you think Johnny Depp's cool? No, no. I think Clooney's cool. Who else yeah, do you think is George cool? Clooney's cool. Ed O'Neill. Yeah, exactly. Cool. The coolest. <laughs> I don't know. You know. Bon Jovi? Do you think Bon Jovi's cool? Uh, no. See, even Bon Jovi is no. cool anymore. <laughs> like, like, we're totally illuminated on this side of the mountain, Jacob. Yeah. Well. And really, Clooney's the only one that's cool. Maybe we should get him on the podcast. <laughs> we can talk about this. Okay. I w- I w- Here's what I wonder. Who does George Clooney think is cool? Ooh, that is a good question. Probably us. Well, Clooney, you know our Facebook account yeah. and our email, <laughs> so feel free to uh, let us know. 
when we went to Hawaii on our honeymoon, I asked the girl when we were checking in, I said, where do Hawaiian people go on their honeymoons, right? Because everyone goes to Hawaii. I remember. It was, you were wearing a bikini. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And we went on our honeymoon there? Yeah. yeah. After we got married in Vermont. <laughs> and she said, Australia or Vegas? That's where the Hawaiian people went. Really? I, I wonder which is closer. Yeah. Good point. Pacific Ocean is so vast, it's hard to really get a good grasp on things. It's as vast as we are cool. Okay. Well. Yeah. I don't know about that, but uh, it's as good a place as any to end. So sure. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. That's a cool podcast. Ooh. I just need some love, so turn out the lights and I'll be left in the dark again. I just need some love, so turn out the lights and I'll be left in the dark again. I just need some love, so turn out the lights and I'll be left in the dark again.